So what do I do? I grab my phone and I dial the emergency line, 911. Welcome back to the best podcast ever. <laughs> Let's chat 20s. Thanks for joining us, everyone. <laughs> Woo! We can't wait to talk about what we have to say today because it's going to be a funny episode. Let me just say, it's going to be funny. It's basically us exposing ourselves, the whole podcast. And you guys, exposing you guys too. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk about some like current affairs stuff. The first thing that's been on my mind, the most important thing this week that I wanted to talk about is, um, did you guys hear that... Anna Wintour, who is the editor of Vogue and who also runs the Met Gala, decided that she's not going to be inviting the Kardashians to the Met Gala. Yeah, actually, I did hear about this. Um, I didn't know if I should say anything, but um, I'll say it anyway. The reason why the Kardashians aren't attending is because they actually replaced them with me. Um, I know, I know. I That's tea. I, I didn't want to have to say it. Um, I did sign a non-disclosure. Okay. But here I am. I thought the viewers should hear, as well as you guys, you know, the new tea, the well, reason yeah. behind all this. Thank you for, you're, for clarifying. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I got to swap out the smaller slabs with the bigger ones. <laughs> no, honestly, I wouldn't put yourself down like that. I think this podcast has made you so famous that you may be above the Kardashians at this point. And who knows, by the Matt Gala, you may be like the world's number one superstar yeah yeah you're right um i'm trying to stay humble but exactly yeah you get the but vibe pretty much yeah um but honestly i'm kind of surprised if the kardashians aren't going to be at the met gala i feel like they're going to lose a lot of viewers like everyone is obsessed with what they're wearing and what they're doing 24 7 that's a hot take yeah that's exactly what i was thinking is that like some of the most talked about outfits from the Met Gala last year were the Kardashians. And they always put in a lot into these. And, like, they even put um, some of their clips of, like, getting ready on Keeping Up, which is a lot of publicity for them. But it made me think that maybe the reason why they aren't doing it is that maybe they're thinking that not inviting them is going to cause more publicity because people are going to be talking about it. Like, you know, it's already been everywhere and it hasn't even been officially announced yet that they aren't supposed to be invited. And I feel like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Kardashians, like, put in an episode, like, all of them being upset at Anna Wintour and, like, what they end up doing instead or, like... I don't know, something like that. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, let's just say hypothetically that is what's happening. And then, yes, that might give the Met Gala more publicity before the actual Met Gala. But then during the Met Gala, I feel like it's not going to be as covered. Like there's not going to be as many people watching it because the Kardashians aren't there. So I don't really understand that tactic. Honestly, it could just be, like, a ploy. Like, imagine, like, they leaked something to make it seem like they're not inviting them. And then they end up inviting them. That would be smart. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that would. I think that would help their case. Mm-hmm. In other news, let's talk about you season four part two being released. We're recording this March tenth, so it was actually released yesterday. But when this airs, it'll probably be like what a week, a little over a week that you guys hear this. But anyway, hot take. I'm not going to spoil anything, but. Part two was so good, guys. I was shocked. I, I, I'm being careful what I say because I don't want to spoil anything. But there was something that happened in part two 
that I was not expecting and I don't think anyone will be expecting. I mean, maybe the super fans guessed it. I don't know. But <laughs> me personally was not expecting it. I wish that I could comment on this, but honestly, I stopped watching you after like a little bit into season two. I loved the first episode a lot. Honestly, I think maybe partially because it was set in New York and I just tend to really like shows that are recorded in New York for some reason. Um, And I also really liked Beck, like just her whole character. And I got kind of like attached to her character and the dynamic between her and Joe. And then, I mean, obviously I understand why it had to change from Beck to Love, but I just don't know if I felt the same thing about Love. I only watched a couple episodes of season two, but I feel like the way that I am with shows is if a show doesn't hook me at the very beginning, it's really hard for me to keep watching. So they kind of lost me with that. That's fair. That's fair. But honestly, I think season four will make up for any loss of interest. Like, trust me, it is so juicy. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Also, I thought this was interesting. Um, Penn Badgley was, he was discussing this. I don't know if it was on a podcast or if it was on YouTube. I can't remember where I saw this. But he um, actually asked a producer to limit the sex scenes in this upcoming season. I don't know if you guys know he's a wife. Um, It's me. It's, it's, yeah. (laughs) I'm his wife. It's Olivia. (laughs) (laughs) The poor wife, like, sitting at home. I'm sure you're not the first person to have said that. (laughs) What do you mean I am the poor wife? (laughs) Liv has a big crush. Olivia has a big crush. Yeah, if you can't tell. Um, But I just thought that was really interesting. And honestly, those scenes must be awkward to say the least like having to record that having a wife it's okay we get through it he makes up for it when he gets home no honestly oh. though oh. <laughs> i was not expecting that i was just gonna say lib meant by uh when she said he makes up for it like cooking him dinner watching a movie like exactly. just, yeah yeah totally just he makes up for fun. it when when he comes and he like gets a really nice dinner sometimes he brings home sushi um but <laughs> something i did want to mention is that Anything, any opinions you hear in this podcast are opinions belonging to Let's Chat 20s and not necessarily affiliated with Spirit Live. Thank you for the important disclaimer, Olivia. Olivia saying the important stuff. Anytime, friend. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to like five seconds ago when she was like, well, he makes up for it. Anyway, let's get off this topic. Speaking of embarrassing scenes with Penn Badgley, I think we should get on today's topic. Um, discussing embarrassing moments in both our lives and your lives. I'm excited for this, but also scared. (laughs) Excited is an understatement, guys. I love embarrassing myself on a podcast for the whole world to hear. And the whole world will hear. (laughs) Yes, they will. We are that popular now. Okay, um, so I have, okay, I was having trouble thinking of stuff because, like, I think that your brain tries to block out embarrassing moments, um, but I ended up thinking very hard and asking my mom for help. And that must have been hard for you, thinking. It was, it was very hard. I don't normally think, I so. <laughs> I know. Okay, so I ended up thinking of something that I tried to erase from my brain, but I will be bringing it back up to see the light today for you guys. Um, okay, shall we get into the story? Why am I nervous for you? I'm trembling. Okay, so I'm going to tell this story like how I experienced it. Okay. It was a Sunday morning after going out the night before, sometime last year when I lived with V. 
And I think V and I were the only ones that were home. We were sitting on the couch and um, I was texting my boyfriend, Alessio. And so let me just set the scene. The night before, Alessio had gone on a camping trip with his friends. And what ended up happening is it got so cold that they ended up going to the car to sleep. Okay, now that you guys know this story, we'll go back to sitting on the couch with V Sunday morning. Um, so I'm texting Alessio. I know that he's out shopping, so he's out he's out driving. And I get a random text from him. No context, just a video. Okay, and this video is Alessio sitting in the front seat of the car, wrapped up in a blanket, tight around his arms and legs, with a ski mask over his head. And all I can see is his mouth, like, open. Like, his head is back. Like, it did not look good, okay? And I, in that moment, was not really thinking straight. Um, And when I watched this video, I thought it was taken by someone that was holding him (laughs) ransom. (laughs) Okay. Obviously. So, So I'm looking at this video. I'm seeing, like, there's, like, blankets in the back of the car. Like, he's there tied up. Like, literally, my boyfriend has been abducted. Okay. And first instinct is I go, oh, my gosh, V. Alessio is in trouble. And I show her the photo and she's like, okay, Kirsten, let's calm down. Let's calm down. Maybe it's not what you think it is. And I was in fight or flight. (laughs) I'm like, no, he's been abducted and we need to act now. So what do I do? I grab my phone and I dial the emergency line, 911. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> that is, that is, um, oh, we're almost at the peak. So, <laughs> so the operator answers and he goes, can you tell me a little bit more about this photo? Like, what are you seeing? Um, where is your boyfriend? I'm like, well, my boyfriend's out shopping. I think someone tied him up, like took him, like is trying to take his car, is trying to kill him. And they're like, okay, is he tied up? And I go, well, let me just go look at the photo and I'll explain it to you. I open up the photo and I'm like, um, <laughs> not exactly tied up, like, you know, wrapped up in a blanket. And at this point it hit me that... <laughs> Maybe potentially he was not tied up and that was him sleeping in the car from the night before. But I wasn't sure yet. So then I get a phone call from Alessio. He's finally returning my calls. And I tell the 911 operator to hold on one second because I think at this moment I might have just false called the emergency line. So I tell him to hold on and I'm like literally crying. I like so embarrassing. I'm literally crying. I said to Alessio, I was like, are you okay? Like, were you abducted? And he's like, no, I'm at home in my bed. At this point, like he had finished his shopping and he made it home safe. And he was just trying to show me a funny video of him sleeping in the car from the night before. And very, very unfortunately for me. I thought he was abducted. (laughs) And in the moment, it was like the most traumatic thing that could have happened to me because it it was literally the feeling of thinking that your boyfriend is being abducted, held ransom. Like, I thought I was going to have to dish out, like, money from my bank account to get him back. So, (laughs) like, so embarrassing. But 
very relieving, to say the least. That was a very devastating call. I remember sitting there, and Kirsten was on the phone, and they were like, is there any rope? Um, <laughs> is there any, like, describing the things he could be tied just up a, with? Just a warm, fluffy blanket. And, yeah, <laughs> Kirsten it. looks at the screen in awe, and she's like, Actually, he looks comfortable. Okay, <laughs> I do want to say I'm not delusional. Like, this is why this is, like, such a shocking story. This is not something that normally happens to me. I just, for some reason, like, it, my immediate first thought was that that was him and that he was, like, being held ransom. So I didn't have time to think. Like, my brain went into fight or flight, and I thought I had to do something, and I only had a few seconds to do something before something would happen. So I didn't really even think to look. Like, I'm not one to just false call the emergency line. No, we, line. we get that. What did, they, what did they say? Did you end up explaining to the 911 operator? Like, oh, actually, they're okay? Like, what did they say? Did you say it was a joke or something? Yeah, so what ended up happening is, um, so the 911 operator is on the other side of the phone, and Alessio tells me that he's totally fine, and I go, okay, well, I have to go tell the 911 <laughs> operator. So I click the, like, the other line, and I said to him, the 911 operator, that it was a joke, and that my, my boyfriend was playing a joke on me. Um, I was too embarrassed to say that <laughs> I misunderstood what the photo was. But to be fair, I don't think that he should have sent that with no context. A very creepy, alarming video. I literally had to delete it from my phone because I don't want to see that. It's it, triggering. It, it invokes some emotions in me. Well, if the 911 operator is listening to this podcast, <laughs> you know what really went down. And I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. That is actually too good. In the moment, though, it was actually terrifying that to see you that way. That is such a funny story, actually. Oh, my. I feel like we've had a lot of, like, I've seen you have a lot of embarrassing moments. You've seen me have a lot of embarrassing moments. Um, <laughs> I, I have one story in mind that really cuts deep. <laughs> but I feel like uh, this is my opportunity to just be vulnerable and let you guys know what really goes on in my life. So... Let me paint this scene. Okay, the moment I start telling this, I feel like you're both going to pick up on what story it is. Um, so last year, I decided to go to Western with some friends. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and I was super excited. It was my first time ever going. Um, so we arrive. We get comfortable. I put on this cute outfit. Okay. Favorite top, favorite jeans, the whole shebang. We're having a couple drinks. We're feeling good. We're at this apartment kind of preying before we head out to the bar. And once we're ready to go, we all decide, okay, let's head over to this bar. Let's have the night of our lives, okay? <laughs> so the place is called Seeps. Some of you may be familiar with it. Um, we're waiting in line, and might I add, it was a cold night. I remember none of us brought a jacket. It felt like it was negative 15. Already off to a really rough start. We were probably in line for like an hour maybe it felt like an hour at least um but finally we got in and we knew we had to party hard to make it up for that long line so we see the dance floor okay we have a couple drinks we're ready to break it down okay we all head to the dance floor it's a bunch of us there's probably like eight of us on the dance floor ten of us on the dance floor and out of nowhere 
this huge dancing circle emerges in the crowd, okay? I see one of my friends, he jumps in, he starts breaking it down. He's boogieing, you know, he's he's whipping out all of his <laughs> best dance moves. And I'm envious, you know? I also want to break it down. I, I want to show this crowd what I have to offer, you know? Um, I, you know, I used to be a dancer. I used to do ballet when I was two. So... <laughs> I so like she to, had it in her, yeah. you know, the pirouettes. Like, <laughs> I like to show what I, It yeah. was muscle memory. <laughs> exactly. I like to show what I can do. So, of course, my friend, he can, he can feel this excitement building in me. <laughs> and he, he pulls me into this crowd. And I felt the spotlight. You know, I, I, I knew this was my moment. This was my time to be noticed. Become a background dancer for Celine Dion, Beyonce. I don't know why I said Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. I don't even listen to her. <laughs> But anyway, so I start breaking it down, okay? Doing every single dance move my body knows how to do. Um, and then for some reason, I don't know what possessed my body in this moment. <laughs> I was like, Liv, V, <laughs> you have to do the splits. <laughs> so I kid you not, I leap into the air. <laughs> and hit the floor. No, okay? You and didn't. I didn't do the left splits. I didn't do the right splits. No. I did the middle splits. You <laughs> and did it at I'm, the bar in public. Yes. It, oh, babe, this isn't the worst part. We ain't but even there yet. The best part is yet to come. I can't believe I experienced <laughs> this with my own eyes. And as I break into these middle splits, <laughs> I feel this release of air. Oh my god. <laughs> in my buttocks region. <laughs> I'm just thinking now my dad is probably going to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> Hi, Lester. Hi, Lester. Um, and in this moment, um, I had realized my butt was out <laughs> and that the pants had ripped up the seams. And these are my favorite pants, might I add. And I, I stand up and I feel this breeze and I know I made a mistake. <laughs> and I stand up and... I took it like a champ. Honestly, in the moment, it wasn't that embarrassing because I was feeling good. You know, I had this crowd on my back. My friends were all there, which you think would be embarrassing. But when you have a couple drinks, nothing's embarrassing. Right. Um, but yeah, I stood up. I owned it. Um, let the breeze hit the cheeks. <laughs> and um, I still I partied the night away. I didn't let that stop me. Um, good for you. And Slay. Take this as like inspiration, guys. Exactly. Exactly, guys. If you ever rip your pants, just know that doesn't mean the party's ending. The party's just getting started, okay? <laughs> yes. And then to treat myself, we ended up going to Filthy Phillies. Shout out to you guys. We love your poutine. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a good night. But uh, moral of the story, don't wear your favorite pants and attempt to do the middle splits. And if you do have a pair of favorite pants, make sure they're loose around the buttocks region. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my yeah. gosh, that is, I actually never knew that story. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. <laughs> that was really funny. Oh, that was funny, yeah. That is funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm like picturing it. I can't believe don't you picture just it. were like, don't picture I'm just going to do the splits. Like, I'm just picturing I don't know what possessed my body, honestly. I haven't done the splits for years. <laughs> were you? Were they successful splits? They were. Nice. I hit the floor. It would be embarrassing if there would be like legs bent and it's like... <laughs> It's like a jazz yeah. split. Thank God yeah. there was loud music, or else I'm sure everyone would have heard rip <laughs> up my butt. But yeah. wow, that was fun. That's funny. Yeah, Liv, do you want to say something to make me feel better about myself now? Or um, okay, so my story, <laughs> this goes way back to grade seven. So let me do quick math. 
Same girl. This was like eight years ago if I did the math correctly, but but I maybe didn't. Um, so I am the biggest Harry Potter fan ever. I'm actually currently wearing a Harry Potter hat <laughs> that I got at Harry Potter World in Florida. Shout it out, girl. Shout it out. Oh my gosh. I just love this hat so much. Anyways, so I am a big Harry Potter fan and my obsession started in grade seven. Um, I was reading all the books um, and basically in grade seven, our book reports um, we could do whatever we wanted. We didn't have to write a paper, which is blessed. Like, who's making seventh graders write a book report? So it's like you could, you could. One of the things we could do was like make a Minecraft setting of like where the book takes place, which is one of the things I did, which was like really fun. And then another thing was you could make a short film. So I made like a bunch of Harry Potter. I made a short film for every Harry Potter book. Um, I was really into it. I thought the rest of the class was really into it, too, because, you know, they were, like, acting in my short films. But, you know, it was, like, the type of thing where, like, you have to participate in everybody's stuff. So I was obviously, like, misleaded when I thought everybody liked Harry Potter just as much as I did. So one day I went home, and I had about 25 people in my class, so I made 25 wands. Um, oh, you so cute! That's so wholesome. I got like wood skew- screwers. I don't know how to say it. Like wooden sticks, and like I wa- I spent like hours like hot gluing like cool patterns <laughs> on it and make handles and like painting it and adding glitter. I made a wand for everyone in my class. And the next day I went to school, and it was like recess or lunch or whatever. And I'm like, hey guys, I brought wands for us to play Harry Potter with. And nobody took a wand. No, <laughs> not one kidding. person. So I was really embarrassed. I was crushed. I was devastated. Um, I swore to never represent Harry Potter again. I was like, no one must know that. Look I, at you now, girl. I have overcome that. <laughs> I now wear my Harry Potter hat with passion, with Jurisdiction. So so <laughs> Juris- so inspiring. What is that word? Um jurisprudence. <laughs> with, what? With that I wear it with pride. Girl, that's like the law that's like the study of law. Don't So <laughs> yeah, so it was it was kind of embarrassing. Um well it was really embarrassing. I mean in the moment for a seventh grader, like it kind of actually crushed my soul. Um I went home with like all these like, 25 wands, and my parents like, did you guys, like, did your classmates like the wands you made? And I'm like, Greg, no. Not oh. one person took a wand. Um, but I think about it now, and it's, like, kind of funny, embarrassing, so. <laughs> that genuinely crushes my soul. It's giving, like, all of the kids that would bring, like, cupcakes for their birthday, and then you'd look in the garbage can and everyone threw them out. Really? Like, that happened? No, I, that I happened. That. One time, like, someone brought cupcakes and no one ate them and, like, threw them oh. out. I ate it. There was a few people that ate it. But, like, you know, I mean, I feel like in times like that, if you if you think it's gross, it, like, I don't care. Eat the cupcake. Like, that's so rude. Or at least throw it out in the bathroom where they can't see it. <laughs> Some elementary school students are so rude. No, th- were they rude or was I just really weird? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Even if you're weird, you can be nice to someone that's weird. Right? You know, I'm weird. Like, I can get so weird. So, like, like we're all weird. Let's not hate on anyone. But we embrace it now. Exactly. I wear this Harry Potter hat every chance I can. I shower in it. Sleeps you know, in I it. I sleep in it. 
I dilly dally in it. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll cut that out. Um. <laughs> dilly dally. That sound. Isn't that like a dilly bar, or isn't that like a type of ice cream at I Dairy do, Queen? I do eat dilly bars in this hat. <laughs> I love that. Oh, oh my gosh. god. Okay, guys, this conversation got me ready to jump into some funny stories that people sent from in. you guys. Liv, that was I, sorry. That story was sad. I'm sorry, girl. I know I couldn't. I was really trying to think of something embarrassing. That's the only thing I could think of. But it's like more so sad than embarrassing. That's why I was trying to like laugh. So I'm like, guys, laugh. Aww. It's funny. No, honestly, it's mine triggering. was sad too. Like at the time, I was in tears for like two hours after that just because I was like so worked up so I understand you guys it's okay to laugh (laughs) it's okay to laugh at those rough moments in your past okay we all do it you know what I actually find interesting I heard someone say one time that embarrassment is like the one feeling that you have total control over because it's literally all in your head hey that is so true I actually I always I was working one time at a job I had and I was about to do something like go on a date or something and I was like oh I'm so embarrassed it's gonna be so awkward and my co-worker said it's only awkward if you make it and I live by that like literally every single day that was four years ago it's only awkward if you make it I tell everyone that like it is, and I think that goes the same for embarrassment that's, that's actually so yeah that is really really true yeah Okay, guys, I say we jump in. I, I feel like we can keep chatting about these things forever, but I really want to hear what uh, you guys got on your forums. I got, um, if you guys are good with me starting. Oh, we should let you guys know, for those who don't know, we put on our Instagram stories a link to a form so people could anonymously share their embarrassing moments with us, and that's what we're about to do. We're mm-hmm. going to share these with you. So they're completely anonymous. We don't know who you are. Um, we also don't know what was filled out on each other's forms. We yeah. only know what was on our own. So I'm very excited to hear what you guys got. So <laughs> this one is actually really funny. I do feel bad, though. Um, whoever sent this in, I'm with you. <laughs> so basically, I'll just read it for what it is. Um, I had a first date, and he was so cute, and we ended up going on a nature walk. Long story short, I ended up falling in a lake. <laughs> And I cried because I was so embarrassed. Oh, no. What really hurts is at the end of this, this person wrote, later that night, I was blocked. (laughs) Oh, no. First of all, whoever blocked you, like, that's low, okay? It's not your fault you... Actually, it could be your fault that you fell in a lake, but still, like, we all... Like, stuff happens. Stuff happens to all of us. It's not your fault. But that's that's rough. Honestly, I would be embarrassed, too, if I fell in a lake. I have so many questions. Like, how did you end up falling in the lake? Was it, like, deep? Did you just trip? Were you on a bridge? <laughs> I have so many questions. But I, I do see how that was embarrassing. But whoever blocked you, come on now. Not necessary. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, like, that person saw you at your lowest point. They should have some more respect. <laughs> right? Oh, but whoever you are, just know... I stand with you. Happens to the best of us. <laughs> that's funny. I, that's really funny. Um, so this guy said, so basically me and my dad saw an ad in the news about an ad, about Adam Sandler needing extras for a movie he's making about a girl's bat mitzvah that, um, that he was looking for. The ad wanted people with a Jewish background, and I figured, what the hell, let's do it. So he sent in headshots and got an email about the filming location, rules. Oh, also, 
This person signed an NDA, so they're not able to give all the tea. So I'm just I'm just reading clippets of the tea. But basically, these people got to the location. Um, his dad, who had just turned 60, was crowded by a bunch of older ladies wanting to get in the shot. Basically, everyone was kind of fighting for the shot in the camera. And this guy ended up being like dead center in the camera and they were told that they wanted them to do the cha-cha slide and (laughs) (laughs) the cha-cha slide Adam Sandler's watching Adam Sandler's wife's watching these people weren't given any heads up like they just showed up to the cast like the location this is they were filming and they're like okay cha-cha slide one two three go one two three so this guy who submitted this he said he hadn't done the cha-cha slide in so long so he kept messing up but you know in the film industry people are on a roll. They don't have time to teach you the cha-cha slide. They're doing this and this. So he was doing, he was dancing to the cha-cha slide in front of Adam Sandler. Kept messing up. He's, he's on screen. Um, Sandler's wife, he said, Sandler's wife saw me mess up, but she didn't really care. So yeah, I'm probably visible in that movie doing a terrible cha-cha slide, looking exhausted because we were in a hot room in the middle of the summer and I was wearing a long sleeve shirt with a sweater on top. Um, he said, I don't know how many people are going to watch this movie, but that is definitely my most embarrassing moment, and it will be on Netflix forever. <gasps> imagine, I think that's funny. Uh, imagine having your most embarrassing moment. <laughs> on Netflix forever. <laughs> that's shocking, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's ironic, though, because we just spilled so much tea, and now it's, it's recorded. <laughs> well, it's not Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Thank God it's not Netflix, yeah. Oh At least we get to pick and choose, you know? Exactly. Aw, <laughs> that's rough. Why do I want to go watch it, though, and see if I I'm know, like... we're going to see this guy, like, if you, you if we see a guy doing a terrible cha-cha slide, we know that's you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But Not hey. so anonymous. <laughs> Aw, rest in peace. That's a good one. That is funny. Okay, I have one. This isn't, like, um... This isn't an isolated incident because I have personally seen this myself. This is why I I am choosing to share this. Um, And I feel like a lot of the listeners can also, like, empathize and relate with this person. So I got a response. This person said, it isn't a personal embarrassing moment, but they definitely felt secondhand embarrassment. So they were driving down a downtown street and saw a woman wearing a dress with the back of it tucked up into her pantyhose. She was totally unaware and she was walking looking confident as ever. And this person says that they pulled over to tell her. <gasps> so props to you for being a good, good citizen. Good for you for telling her. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. I was at um, Canada's Got Talent last year. Um, we were they were doing a filming and we were like the live audience and this lady comes out of the bathroom with a long trail of toilet paper. No, I kid you not babe. No. trailing down her skirt. And like but what she doesn't realize is like everything's being filmed, like even the hallway. I don't know if you've like seen American Idol, but they film everybody waiting in the hallway and like so like she she's like there was cameras everywhere. So that's like that just unlocked a new fear. I always check my feed and everything when I leave the bathroom right. to make sure I don't have any toilet paper on me, but, oh, goodness. That just reminded me of that. No, honestly, like, I kind of empathize because I'm I'm also one to embarrass myself in public. This isn't, like, as bad, but, you know, whenever I'm late for work, you might catch me sprinting <laughs> down the street. <laughs> but in that moment, like, I don't feel any embarrassment because it's more important to me to be on time than, like 
running, but one time I like accidentally cut this guy off and I later I later found out that he lived in the building. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just hoping that he didn't see my face. See, in moments like that, it's literally life or death. So you don't have time to be embarrassed. Exactly. <laughs> but then exactly. afterwards you're like, oh, that's that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, it's always, like, when I'm in the shower, like, thinking about what I did the day before, and I'm, like, cringing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just try to erase it, erase it from my mind. <laughs> the shower thoughts are real. <laughs> that's really funny. Unfortunately, I think that's all the time we have for today. I wish I could have shared all of these that I was given. There was honestly so many, like, elaborate stories that, like, I'm going to need a part two to share this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got so many responses. Thank you, guys. I was going to say, if you guys want a part two, <laughs> let us know because I thought this was so fun. I love this episode. Yeah, this was great. Thanks for being a part of it with us. Thank you for being vulnerable with us. Hopefully you guys laughed as hard as we did. And hopefully this is comforting to know that we all have really embarrassing stories. Yeah, thank you to everyone that, like, dished out for us. We appreciate you. Even if we didn't get to you, we appreciate you. And we all had a little laugh reading our forms, I'm sure. (laughs) A little giggle. All right, and we will see you guys on next week's episode. Have a fabulous week, guys. Have a great day. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.